I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I am joined by none other than the gorgeous Naomi Banjo. Hello gorgeous and welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, mate. Uh, did you have a nice Christmas? Did you have a nice New Year? I don't know if we're still asking that, but I've not seen you, so I feel like it's appropriate. I mean, we did actually. All of us ended up with some awful like flu or something. So other than that, it was actually really nice. Um, we had a really, really quiet New Year. It was literally just me and George for the first time in like our whole relationship, like over eight years. Because obviously his birthday is New Year's Eve. Um, it was there? I didn't yeah, know. No, oh, so normally the whole family get together, all his friends, and you know we're all here, and it's a bit of like a get together. Yeah. But this year, everyone was just so like unwell, and just I think that everyone just wanted to rest. So it was just me and him, and we literally were in bed by eleven o'clock. Like we watched a movie, went to bed, sat on our phone on TikTok, and that was it. <laughs> Not honest. Me and Irk were exactly the same. We went to the cinema, we went to see Wonka. And oh, then we... how is that? Because I want to watch that. So good, mate. I can't recommend it enough. Like, it's really just really it. feel good. Yeah. And I feel like I finally see what Kylie Jenner says in that Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, I mean, he's I not my type, but there's a little something about him, isn't there? Yeah, there's definitely a little something. Although I do not see many similarities between him and Jordan. So maybe no, you won't. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> totally opposite ends. <laughs> I had no idea Jordan's birthday was on New Year's Eve. I can't decide if that's really fucking good because everybody's in the mindset to get drunk and have a good time anyway. Yeah. Or if it's horrible that you're sharing it with oh, something what? so prolific. Do you know what is hard? So obviously last year was his 30th and we had a big party and I was so worried because I was like, oh God, like what if people don't come because they've already got their own like plans. Yeah. Obviously they're probably with their families, they're doing stuff and obviously you can't then be like, oh, okay, bring your family as well. Sorry, that was one of my dogs. But to be fair, it was a really, really good day. Like, well, a good night to have a party because it kind of like set the whole thing and it was just, it was really nice. But yeah, yeah this year was the total opposite. It was really quiet and it was just nice just to spend time just me and him, actually. Like, selfishly, I had him to myself for once, which is quite nice. No, it's not like, it's not even selfish, mate. Like, you've got three kids, big oh, families. Yeah. Like, it's an awful lot. And sometimes I think, because we opted to have Christmas on our own this year, me and her, yeah. and the dogs, That's obviously. Nice. I know, babe, and honestly, like, we were so nervous telling our families because the politics of it all is so, um, it was so stressful. But, you know, every other year we've yeah. like 
like his family are down here and my family are obviously still up north. Yeah. So we end up like being down here and then catching this like 6 a.m. flight from Heathrow. So yeah. you'd, like, you'd on Boxing Day to get up to mine or vice versa. Yeah. And like you never truly relax. And like no. you're, you're always rushing around. You're living out of a suitcase. So we yeah. said this year, we put a foot down. We said no. And honestly, yeah. mate, like I feel like quiet, cozy Christmases all the way yeah. forward. Oh, do you know what I would love? I mean, obviously I love the family and it was nice because this year for the first time we had my parents here as well because um, they live in Devon. So normally they're down there with my nan, but bless her, she passed away early this um, earlier last year. So they came to us for the first time and it was amazing. Obviously we hosted, and which we do every year, but honestly, like the cooking, the prep, the kids, the wrapping the presents till midnight the night before, like, I was like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like I, was, I wasn't completely 100% well either. And I was like, I'm drained. Like, I would love nothing more than, you know, like in lockdown, we had a lockdown Christmas and it was just us and the kids. We got up, we didn't get dressed, we stayed in our pajamas, we ate chocolate yeah. for breakfast and it was just so chilled. Like, I would love nothing more than to do that. Like, that is just, that's perfect for me. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's ideal. But, I mean, it's lovely to host and have everyone around. It's like, you know, with the kids as well, they're at the age where it makes it so magical and so exciting. Um, you know, it's lovely, but at the same time, I would quite like a quiet Christmas like just us I know and honestly like our lockdown was horrific and horrendous and I yeah. will not forget the reason behind it you know the global yeah, pandemic but yeah. I do think we've been very quick Naomi to forget like the nice little bits of it as well like I actually loved living a slower pace of life oh, I I've never had like more money in my bank because I was wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't. I was I was actually all right to still earn. I had my little podcast, yeah. you know, I was doing yeah. little social bits and that. And I wasn't fucking go buying any clothes or going anywhere. So I was you like, I said that to literally yesterday. I was like, do you remember when we just used to do nothing? Like we didn't drive anywhere. We didn't do anything. Like we everything was so minimal. And I, and not like for us, obviously, we're so fortunate in what we do. Business was booming. Like it was the best time for us. It was where everything just went room and it was great because obviously everyone was online. Like I think Instagram use was like 100% more than where it had been the year before. People were shopping online because they had nothing to do. So it was like, it was kind of, it was booming and it was a great time. I mean, I got to see Jord every day, which is a real rarity right now. Like our lives are literally like, you know, passing ships. We just don't see each other. Yeah. So it was great to spend time. And also it was nice for him because he got the chance to like see like Mimi and Cass actually grow up. Like yeah. with Cass, he was working all the time. Obviously Cassie is our five-year-old and Mimi came along like 14 months later and it was nice. He actually got to spend that first year with her, which he didn't get to do with Cass. So it was lovely to actually have that family time. And again, selfishly, it was just us and it was nice and it was just chilled. No, and I totally get that, mate. Is that when, because you you have like almost like an events company, don't you? Yeah. And is that when, was that born in lockdown? No, what? That was literally born in September, just gone. So- Yeah. So do you know what? Like without blowing my own trumpet, it's been amazing. I've always loved, like I've always been the one, the family that's always done like the extra birthdays, like the really big, crazy birthdays, totally ridiculous. But I'm like, listen, as a child, I didn't have birthday parties. didn't really get celebrated as like, it was like, you know, your birthday is what it is, which is probably like most 90s kids. It was a normal thing. Didn't really have parties. 
Did you go to um? Did you ever do like the little Burger King parties or the little you know McDonald's? What? I, didn't get I, didn't get, I, I saw them and I went to them, but I just never. We never. I just never got a party like that. So I think that's a bit extra for my own kids. Yeah, so yeah. every birthday's always been crazy, and obviously I've loved the whole events thing. And I was like, do you know what? I would love to just put on like a big like Halloween event. That's where it started. And my friend was like why don't we? Because she does like balloons and stuff. And she's like, why don't we? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, people won't buy tickets. Like, what if they don't come? What if they don't turn up? Like, it's a lot of money to spend out. And it's nerve-wracking putting yourself out yeah. there with something different, Naomi. It really is. It really is. And within two hours, we did it. We sold within two hours, sold over 600 tickets and I had to turn off the ticket site. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what have we done? Obviously, it went amazing. Then we'd done Christmas and we sold over 900 tickets. And I was like... Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like, we're actually doing something. So now we're planning, like, for, like, the rest of the year. And it's, like, turned this little kind of, like, business thing alongside, obviously, Instagram and stuff. So, yeah, it's been, it's amazing. But it literally was only born, like, in September last year, like, as an idea. That's amazing, it, how much it's grown so quickly. Yeah. Is it really important for you to have something, like, as a mother and as, yeah. you know, like, Jordan Banjo's wife, is it also really important for you to have something of your own, to stand on your two feet, yeah. to be independent? Oh, 100%. Do you know yeah. what? Since me and Jordan have been together, I've always worked. And, like, I've been quite open and honest on Instagram. And I've always been, I've always shared it. So before me and Jordan got together, I was just in a real, I was just off, off the rails, like, in a really, really bad place. I was out every weekend, spending money I didn't have. I was in massive amounts of debt. Like, I can't even tell you how much debt. It was ridiculous. And when I met him... I really buried my head in the sand. He came to my house one day and was like, Nay, why have you got all these unopened letters? And I was like, oh, they're nothing. And he was like, Nay, these are like debt letters. Like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no. He was like, you actually can't do that. He was like, this is really important. And he made me go through every single letter. He made me sit there and call every single company, a plan and was like, we're going to do it together. Not him like, you know, paying them off. He was like, you're going to do it, but I'm going to support you. So I literally worked like, I think I had three jobs in total before obviously we had kids and I worked my ass off and I paid off every single penny on my own with his support. And it was hard graft for a about four years it took me a long time and then from that um I think I fell pregnant with Cass and it was before influencing was like a thing it was when influencing was a very very niche market and it was a real privilege to be an influencer like no one was an influencer it was a really hard market it was like you're talking like seven years ago and Tommy Tippy, the baby brand approached me like we want to work with you we want we want like a um, partnership and it was my first partnership with them. And I had like a six month thing. I went up to, I think they're in, I think they're based in Newcastle. Um, I went okay. over there, yeah, at their head office and met with them. I did loads of work with them. And that's where my Instagram started. And obviously when I started earning more money, I was able to then slow down in what I was doing, like normal nine to five. And then Instagram grew from there. So I've always had something that was mine. And it's important to me to keep it that way because I'm like, do you know what? I don't want to be like, Jordan could have some money. Like it's my money. Like, no, no, we don't even have joint accounts. We don't have joint accounts. We have separate accounts. His money is his. My money is mine. Obviously if we're doing something together, we end up, you know, like we're doing the house up and different things. We put stuff in together and it's like, I'll buy this or you do this, this, I'll do that. There's never like a, or half and half or in a joint account or whatever. There's no joint account. It's just the way that we have always been and how it works for us. 
And it's just nice to have your own money. Like if I want to go and buy something that's a bit more expensive, I can buy it. It's my money. I do. I pay my bills. I pay all my stuff. I pay all my. I pay the kids like iPads and different things. And we share different utilities and stuff. Um, so yeah, we always. I've always earned, and it's always been important to me to have my own thing. And obviously, the events thing now is nice to be like, yeah, that's my other little kind of like baby as well. Now it's like my little my little business. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, mate. Like, I completely agree. I've always been very independent, wanted my own life and my own money, yeah. didn't want to be beholden to anybody else. But yeah. it's obviously, like, I feel like with everything you've got going on, like the three kids, the house, oh, everything, yeah, it's really inspirational crazy. to hear. Yeah, yeah. The kids are one of those things where I think when you have kids, obviously, it hits you like a sack of potatoes, like, in the house, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is life? And I remember Cass being three months old and being like, oh my God, is this my life? Like, is this me every day? Like, I can't even go and get a loaf of bread without being like, right, change your bag, nappies, bottles. I was like, oh my God, like the planning. And I remember thinking, I can't do this. This is like, this is awful. Like, this is depressive. Like, I love this little being more than life. And and, in, in, and to be fair, he saved my life. I was in a really bad, depressive place and he saved my life. But I'm literally like, God, like this is hard work. And then once Mimi came along, I was like, what the fuck have we done now? Another one, like, and they're so close together, but then they had each other. And as time has gone on, the third one's come along and I'm like, well, we're already here now. We're in this routine. (laughs) And you don't know what your whole life revolves around this child, well, these children as it should, but like, it's just your routine every day. Like I get up, I feed the kids, I feed the dogs. It's like everything is around the kids and the dogs. And that is just life. Like, it's not about me anymore. It's about them. And they and I just slot in wherever I can. Like if I can have a shower for 30 seconds on my own, then great. Otherwise, it's just it's just about the kids. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Me and Irk haven't got kids yet, but we're getting married next year and really hoping that like children follow Quite fast yeah. after. I'm not fucking getting any younger girls. Yeah. Um, 
So then I, I often think, oh God, I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I'm so stressed. And I talked to my sister who's got a little girl and she's like, I cannot tell you enough, Vicky, how you've never been tired until you experience the tiredness that comes with motherhood. And I'm like, it gives us like, I don't know, like anxiety when nothing's even happened yet. Like I'm worried before the fact because I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so tired already. Like, how am I going to cope with As a mom, I don't know what we have inside us, but we just adapt so well. And I'm not joking. I've had like, like Trace wasn't sleep for the night. He's he's eight and a bit months. He still wakes up once a night for a feed. So like, I think as a mom, we just have this like, sort of like, like fly or fight mode inside us. And we just do it. And I don't know how we're drained. And like, cause I look at Jules sometimes, obviously he gets up before in the morning to go to kiss. But I'm like, listen, if you're going to bed like nine, you're getting a full night of sleep. You're not waking up in the night. Then you'll sleep in the car on the way to work. I'm like, you're getting a decent amount of sleep compared to me. And he'll be, he'll literally be like this and be like, falling asleep in the kitchen. And I'm like, how? And for me, I'm just like, this is, this is like a million miles an hour. And I'm like, you've got no idea how much as a mum that we do and how hard and tiring it is. But like, obviously it's all relevant. It's, you know, he does a lot, bless him. He does about 50 million jobs in one go. So it's all relevant. But I do think as mums, we just have this thing inside us that we just do it and that's it. Tiredness is just, we just do it. I I definitely think like mothers in particular, there's an instinct, there's a maternal thing, like they're made of stronger stuff. But even outside of that, like, you know, the dynamic, often people think, oh, he goes out to work or she goes out to work, whoever it is, like that's the harder of the two. Honestly, mate, I'm always grateful of the break. We've just got two dogs at the minute yeah. in the house. But like yeah. when I go out to work, I'm like, and I know I'm going out to earn money or whatever, but I'm like, yeah. yes, I get yeah. to speak to all those people. Yeah. It's a change of scenery. Change of scenery. Yeah. Oh, and it's an adult conversation. Like me, sometimes, especially through the holidays, I'm like, God, all I've done is talk to a four and five year old. And I've just been this like robot mum. Like, and I haven't had another conversation. Like, I'll go shopping, like at the checkout. And she's looking at me like, and it's because I just can't stop talking. So I'm like, oh, an adult. And I'm like, because it's like an adult's talk do. Like, otherwise I'm talking about <laughs> flipping slime or Barbies or this or that. And I'm literally like, oh my God, my head's going to explode. <laughs> so it's no. nice just to get away. And that's no, how I get that. But like, I get that. No, that's not, no, babe. It doesn't sound terrible. It sounds really normal. You know what? Really? When I put them kids to bed at night, like I love them dearly, like, you know, with my whole heart. But when it's bedtime, I'm like, get to fucking bed, please. And give me fuck. Cause I can't, like, if I, if you don't go to bed now, I'm going to explode like I've been up since 6am with you we've had 12 full hours of conversations about I don't even know what I've been your slave making you every single snack under the sun and I've played with you and done everything that you need please let me have time and stay in your bed I beg you please because honestly the time like the time you finish like you put this child to bed then at the time you've done the kitchen and whatever else you've had your own dinner you've had it's literally bedtime yourself because then you're up all night with the baby. It's a constant cycle and it never ends. And I'm like, the morning comes, I'm like, oh God, we're here again. We're here again. We're going again. We're on repeat. No, I, and like, honestly, mate, three kids, especially with like them all being quite young, I can't imagine what a huge yeah. task it is. Even just like logistically, yeah. is this is this why jo- like Jordan opted to get the vasectomy? 
Oh God, you know what? He was meant to have it between the between two and three and um, it never happened. So like when when the third one came, he was like, before I'd even had him, he was literally like, nah, he was like, nah, I've got to get this protected. And I was like, no, don't do that. I was like, because I was like, you just you just never know. Like you just don't do that. Like, let me just have the baby first, make sure he's here safe. I was like, don't do that. And he was like, nah, he was like, I can't even risk it. He was like, I can't do it again. And so, yeah, no, he was like, that was it, done. Like that was it. Finished. Feels, like, feels like the banjo boys have got some super strong swimmers, mate. It's almost like he just yeah. looks at you and you get it's pregnant. Super fertile. We don't like that. You know, they've been three very, very like big blessings. <laughs> and you know what? We're so lucky. We really are. Like we're so fortunate. So, and I would never, you know, I, I absolutely love them, and they have been the making of me. In all honesty, yeah. like as I say, like having Cass really like changed my life, like for the better. He sort of like. They, they are they are the making of you and you almost feel like some days I'm like yeah do you know what you, you were I was born to be your mum and that was it and I was born to be a mum and other days I'm like no I wish I was on my own with nothing living on an island somewhere but you know it's give and take so no honestly mate like I I, I don't have my own kids so I can't say oh yeah I know exactly how I feel but and all my mates who've all got like children, like they say exactly the same thing. Like being a mother, greatest blessing, super huge gift. But yeah. that doesn't mean like you forget sort of who you were beforehand. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You don't miss having a lie in and you don't yeah. miss watching like a good rom-com rather yeah. than fucking Paw Patrol. Yeah. So no, like, please don't feel bad for feeling that way. Because yeah. honestly, I think it's really normal. Do you know what as well? Like I've had to find a balance because there was a point where I was like literally like a robot and I got really, really unwell. I ended up with sepsis in hospital from a um, water infection because I just wasn't looking after myself because I was so tired and and focused on the kids that I just didn't make a single second for myself. And, you know, you sort of neglect yourself. Like I've got ADHD and I genuinely know people find it hard to believe, but I forget to eat. And if I'm busy and I'm doing like with the kids my day would go by and I've not eaten and I'm so tired I'd go to bed and my body was so weak I just couldn't fight this yeah. infection so I ended up obviously really ill and now my sort of lesson learned is like make time for yourself like we're very 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 fortunate and I would always say this and be honest but we do have a nanny that comes and helps us in the week and Honestly, like I couldn't live without them. My parents live in Devon. I don't have my family. George's away working for pretty much 90% of the year. And then his family work. I've only got myself and it's hard work. And obviously I'm being a full-time mum. I'm also trying to work full-time on Instagram. And obviously now I've got the events thing, which is obviously on me. I'm like, I need time for myself as well. So having someone here just to give me a helping hand, like we work alongside each other, like, you know, she does the dinner and I help and I work and one of us is doing one homework and the other one's doing the other homework and one's got the baby. And it's kind of like, it's a shared role, which really my mum would have done if she was here. Or yeah, George sure. And I need that. And also it just gives me an opportunity to be like, if I've got an appointment or I've got work or an event or whatever it is, it just gives me a bit of like, um, it takes a bit of pressure off me to be like, right, yeah. Someone's got the kids, they're safe, they're happy, they're fed, they're going to be, you know, they're doing their homework. I can go and, you know, stress-free, go to this event, go to a job, do what I've got to do, or even just go and get my hair done and actually have five minutes to myself. Like, I think it's so important. I think just because you become a mum doesn't mean you can't do things for yourself. Like, I'm allowed to earn money and earn a living and, and you know, do nice things with my money. Like, otherwise, what am I doing? Like, no, am I exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You no, no, that. I absolutely, and I completely agree. I think, mate, you're telling me if anybody could afford a nanny, like they wouldn't have one. Like, of course we would. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, and like, 
you should like you've just done acknowledge your privilege you're so grateful for yeah. it but also babe like we all need help yeah. like we all do and whether that's where moms or a family member or a sister or like outside like yeah. it is it must just be so hard and often I think women get the raw end of the deal oh yeah, like yeah. having to work and also raise the children and also like we always get forgotten it's like you, you, you know we don't we don't put ourselves first. There's no self-care. Yeah. There's no, like, we get the money that's left over, you know, once the kids have got theirs. Or... Yeah. Honestly, my sister, she just, like, won't even have her dinner and she'll pick off, she'll pick what maybe doesn't eat. Yeah. Off like, you just neglect yourself so much. It's only the same as, like, so obviously people, all, there's this stereotypical kind of taboo about having a nanny, but I'm like, listen, I spend less on my nanny than you do on your nursery fees. Like if I put my kids in a, in a nursery, they're in school now, but the fees for nurseries, I'm like, listen, Mad. I have my nanny at home. That's, yeah. that's in my own home, looking after my children and doing everything. Like, you know, putting them in nursery costs way more. And also I'm at home all the time. I'm around. Like I like the idea of my kids being around. I like them being here and being part of it and seeing them grow up. And I know that's not, 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 you know, logistically like um like people not everyone can do that I get that people have jobs and they do this and they do that and it doesn't work for people but for us I'm so fortunate to be able to work from home why wouldn't I have my children at home with me and if I can have some support from somebody who's gonna cost less than what a nursery would then why wouldn't I do that and like people will happily put their nursery in full time from six till six every day but have a nanny three times a week they're like oh no taboo like who do you think you are sort of thing do you know what I mean yeah, no, but good for you for talking about it because yeah. honestly, mate, like I know loads of people who've got them low key. So it's yeah. really, I think it's really good to just be honest and authentic whenever you can because there is no shame in needing some fucking help, mate. We all yeah, do. Absolutely. I put my hands up. I can't do it on my own. It's yeah. physically impossible. Like I'm so outnumbered. It would be impossible for me to do everything on my own. Yeah. Like school is like an hour journey in the morning as well. Even that is like leaving the house by half seven and getting all three kids ready and out the house. I'm like, oh my God, like it's chaos. Like it's hard work. It's a military operation. I'm like, I need the help. And I, and I openly accept the help, help. And I'm like, yes, I do need it because I can't do it on my own. It's a lot. Listening to everything you've said, Naomi, like it sounds like you've got loads on your plate. You definitely put yourself bottom of the pile, you know, in particular when you had your three children. Do you think the sepsis was a real wake-up call for you? Oh, massively. Do you know what? Now I'm at a point where, obviously, as I say, I've got ADHD, so I'm very, very much, if I'm occupied, food is the last thing on my mind. I know that sounds crazy, but when you are just so in your own routine and you just forget and the day is like the day goes by and you've missed breakfast, you're like, I can't have lunch, then you miss lunch, then before you know it, you've missed dinner as well. Now I'm like, oh, make sure I eat because I know for a fact, like where I had that water infection and like the sepsis came as a result from that because my body just could not like it just had no it was just so weak I just couldn't fight it so now I'm I'm very very like you know aware of making sure I'm eating I'm drinking I'm getting some rest I'm taking some time and and I think that to be honest with you it took me a long time before I was literally like okay fine because obviously as a mum you're so proud you're like no I can do it I'm going to prove people I can be a mum I am good enough I I can do it and it took me a long time to be like actually you are struggling you're in a bad headspace you're not eating you're not looking after yourself and the sepsis obviously it happened twice so it happened four weeks apart um, happened so quickly and within literally like a day I just went from like fine to suddenly just like really really unwell rushed to hospital and then in hospital for over a week and 
where obviously when I came around and things were okay and I came back out, George was like, shit. He was like, that could have been so bad. Like, you're so lucky. And then, you know, I was like, it's fine, it's fine. We carry on, we carry on. And four weeks later, it happened again. I had another water infection and the same thing happened. And he was like, listen, this is this is a massive wake-up call. And to be fair for me, I was like, shit, that was really serious. Like, I've got to start looking after myself. And obviously this whole conversation with the nanny and I was like, no, no, no. In the end, I was like, okay, we'll try it. And obviously once we did it, there was no going back. And once I sort of accepted that I couldn't do it on my own and actually I'm not superhuman and I am a normal person and I have to look after myself as one, I can't do everything. It was a weight off my shoulders. And I think, and I'm healthier and better than ever. Like, you know, I work out, I eat good as well as I can. And, you know, I, I always make time for myself. And that is so important because I'm like, I don't want to end up back there. The older I've got, the harder it is to recover from illnesses. Like, I used to bounce back from it, like everyone did. Like, you know, we'd bounce back from a cold. Like, I never used to get colds. Like, now when I get unwell, it's like I get really unwell. And obviously, I can't be unwell because I've got three children that need me and rely on me. And I'm like, you've, I've got to look after myself as much as I look after them. And if I can't, if I'm not the best version of me, how can I be like the best best mum for them? Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, I've got to look after myself. So it was a massive wake up call. No, totally. Mate. And like women, I think in particular, we're burnout and, you know, as like a badge of honour, but actually you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. And I think yeah. that message is a really positive one. That yeah. You should be looking after yourself because otherwise the whole whole house of cards falls down. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone, and like, you know, the kids rely on you, like George relies on me, like the house relies on me, you know, and it's, you've you've got to look after yourself and it's awful. Like there's been times where I've been away and I've been so unwell and I've been trying to do the night feed whilst always like throwing up and, the other end as well about being graphic but I'm literally and you're like oh my god like I need to get myself better I need to rest and obviously that's very hard when you've got kids so the other end of the scale is like make sure you're eating make sure you're drinking make sure you're just you know taking time out to yourself like the washing can wait like do you know what I mean yeah yeah no absolutely mate honestly I feel like you're getting the balance right and that's so so yeah. important and a very absolutely. important message for all mothers out there um, I've absolutely loved talking to you in part one Naomi I've got so many more questions and I can't wait to chat you in part two <laughs> thank you welcome Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.